Welcome to the EF3, Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. At EF3, we're committed to empowering people in the areas of education, faith, fitness, and finance. Be sure to visit ef3life.com and follow us on social media at EF3life. Today it's Tuesday, so you know what that means. It's Teach Tuesday. Time for us to each one teach one. In this segment, we'll be discussing the issue of preparing our students for the real world, as well as the fact that college isn't for everyone. And the last segment of our episodes, Teach Tuesday, we discussed lifelong learning. We went through that in life, Sometimes we are the teacher, and many times we're the student. And learning does not stop when we receive a diploma. It's so important, however, for those students who are in school, being a formal teacher, to understand that we must give knowledge that not only kids need, but they can use things that are productive. Not everything in school is necessary. There's only so many hours in a school day. I really feel that as an educator, somebody who is in the classroom, who taught for a decade, we need to make some significant changes happen. When we think about the way that the United States education system is set up, We can learn a lot from the track system and the ways that they do things over in Europe and in other countries. By the time a student gets into high school, there is a way to understand what their talents are, their passions, and what they desire. Now, even people who are in college don't always know what they want to do for the rest of their life. I get that. I understand that is a daunting task and we're not asking anybody to decide what to do with the rest of their life. Frankly, some of us, even in adulthood, far into our careers, will make numerous shifts. And latest reports have shown that people change jobs six to seven times throughout the duration of their career. There's nothing wrong with change. We're not asking a kid who's 13 or 14 years old to decide what they wanna do forever. But the idea is that if we shift the focus on what they want to do even at that time, or what they're more inclined to want to do, what they enjoy more, they will get a whole lot more out of their education. Yes, we need to have well-rounded students. Yes, we do need to ensure that our kids who graduate become productive citizens for our world. These are all very important things. However, if someone doesn't want to do chemistry and they have no interest in it at all, why are we requiring them to, in a sense, 
be a chemist. If a kid gets to the point where mathematics becomes so high level by the time they're in 11th or 12th grade, why do we continue to have them doing advanced algebra or calculus? To me, it just doesn't make sense. Instead, couldn't that time be devoted to helping them maneuver down a path that's a track that's more attractive for them? So they are inclined to foster, grow, and develop not only their talents, but their interests. There is nothing wrong And there is absolutely 100% great value in allowing kids to go into a career path. I love that that model is something that is available to students in European countries. A kid who has an opportunity to explore avenues they desire and are interested in will value their learning that much more. Not to mention, it will truly set them up for success down the road. You can't ask someone to do something that they absolutely don't want to do, especially after they have basic knowledge in an area. During primary school and even middle school, that type of level of education is important to have a well-rounded student. But when someone gets into high school, we need to tap into their greatest potential. It is unfortunate that in the city of Albany right now, the dropout rate is almost 50%. Half of kids in the city school district do not graduate. That is inexcusable. In the country that we live in, in the state of New York, which prides itself on having one of the best education systems, why are we allowing this to happen? Why are kids not desiring to come to school? So instead of just saying, well, they need to figure it out or they're not interested, let's offer opportunities for our students, for our kids, for our children to desire to be educated, to make learning more fun and ultimately more meaningful. Because things that have meaning and value to that person, things that are relevant in their life, they will want to pursue. Isn't it only natural? So many adults stop working at a job because they can't stand it. So why are we forcing a square peg in a round hole? I just don't understand it. To me, there's too many mandates. And yes, I understand the fact that we have to ensure that our schools on an individual basis 
across a state, across the country, are ensuring that kids receive a very well-rounded education. However, a track system could be a way to make something a little bit more enticing, a little bit more valued, and just a little bit more attractive to our young people. This is not only in fact that young people don't always have to go to college. Oh my goodness, I can't believe he just said that. The United States of America, every student who graduates high school, every person must go to college. No, that's not the case. Sure, if you want to go to college, that's great. If you desire to get a higher education, phenomenal. I'm all about it. I myself went on, got a bachelor's degree, and then a master's degree. It suited me well because eventually I realized that I wanted to become a teacher. Having taught for almost 10 years, now I moved on into the world of business. However, if kids are attracted to doing some type of craft or some other job that doesn't require college, why are we trying to condition them to think or believe that college is the only way? There are many careers that do not require a college education. And in the climate of our country right now, with the cost of college through the roof, with so many people who graduate with a degree, a piece of paper, and many of them who don't even end up doing something that's extremely related to their field of study, having so much debt, swimming in debt, they are behind. Meanwhile, you have people who are really good with their hands. They are tactile learners. Possibly, they would enjoy going into carpentry, construction, plumbing, becoming an electrician. There's so many fields that our young people have available to them, but often those are not the ones that are celebrated. And frankly, I don't like it. We're going to take a short commercial break and be right back at it. This podcast is brought to you by Aviza's Super Clean, the industry's leader in carpet cleaning, mold removal, trauma, and water damage restoration. Aviza Super Clean, located in Albany, New York, is sure to leave the shine when life leaves a mess behind. Make it Mike's and make it Aviza Super Clean. Welcome back to the podcast as we delve into Teach Tuesday and think about a few key areas of education, reshaping the structure in this country, as well as the fact that not everybody is fit or desires to go to college. Now, having experience teaching so many students over the last decade, I've seen many of them 
extremely successful going down the college track. It made sense. In order for them to pursue what they truly knew they desired to do, they went to school, they studied an area, they enjoyed it, they learned, they got their degree, they graduated, and now they're working a great job. However, there have been a number of students who did not enjoy going to school. And it's okay. Sometimes there are going to be kids that just need a different path. Well, let's give them options. There's nothing wrong with BOCES programs. There's nothing wrong with trade schools. There's nothing wrong with opening up avenues in the realms of auto mechanics, in the realms of beauty salons, entrepreneurship. I'm telling you what, people who go into business on their own these days can be extremely successful. When you're motivated and you have a desire, when you have passion about something that you want to do, wake up and do every single day, you're going to get it done. Not only are you going to get it done, you're going to do it really well with it. I've seen this in my own life. There are so many people that I know that are extraordinarily successful that do not have a college education. So stop forcing it down kids' throats. Stop conditioning them from the time that they're in school as a kindergartner that you're going to go to college. It is a great option for some, but it is not the only way. My mother-in-law, my father-in-law, both own small businesses. Both are tremendous business owners. They take pride in their craft. My mother-in-law has a beauty salon, cachet hair salon. You might have heard of the sponsorship on the EF3 podcast. As well as my father-in-law, who has a Visa Super Clean. Carpet cleaning, restoration, flood, water damage, trauma cleanup. And both of them have worked in their industries for the past 40 years. They started right out of high school. They had a passion for something. They took some risks. They had some mentors, people that helped them out. And they went with it. Not only did they go with it, they were extremely successful with it and still are to this day. I have aunts and uncles, my wife's side of the family, entrepreneurs in the realms of real estate and other businesses in the community. My uncle, an electrician, a foreman, worked in the field for over 30 years great trade skills. This is a new direction. It's almost like we have to go back 20 or so years or maybe even 30 years and reopen this realm to our kids. Whose role is this? Well, I think it's collective. I think it's up to parents at home to help their children understand that college is a good option 
but there's other options out there. And to not put pressure and expectation on them that they must get a four-year degree or a master's degree. I also believe it's the school, individual school and school systems responsibility, the guidance counseling unit to help open these options up to our young people. They need the guidance. They need some help with direction. But if we lay options out to them, if we provide it and we format it in a way that makes it easy and accessible, that gives them the opportunity to learn in a different way, in a manner that is conducive and attractive to them, I can guarantee you that we will have more kids graduating. Not only more kids graduating high school, but we will have more ready to work in the field students who are prepared to take on the workforce when they get their job. Not only will they be more prepared, they will be happier and they will have a more fulfilled life. At EF3, we're all about life to the fullest. I never said an easy life. I never said a simple and just finite, easy path. We're not about easy. We can and we will do hard things. However, if there's a better way, we find it. If we need help, we ask. Well, guess what? Our kids need our help. And in terms of the whole situation, in terms of the school system at large, there needs to be reform. It is interesting to me that this hasn't been greatly considered. When we see things working better in other places and we pride ourselves on being the greatest country in the world, come on people. If another place is doing it better, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Use the model that works, implement it, and run with it. What's the worst thing that could happen? It works. It will work here. Give our kids another option. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying that if we want people to be able to become lifelong learners, they have to have an opportunity to value education. And that education must be something that is relevant to their life. You can't force people to do things they don't want to do. Every child deserves an education. We must educate all kids, but at the same time, we must do a better job of providing avenues, outlets, and new roads or paths for them to access that education. What better time to do it than now? During this pandemic, we have seen a great shift from in-person to online learning. Well, now 
most likely when school reconvenes, and hopefully that will be in the near future, in September or the end of August, depending upon which state you live in, there will be more in-person learning once again. But because there are less kids that could be in a classroom, why not open up new opportunities for kids to learn from people in a career field? Who better to teach the skills than somebody who is already in that field? It is amazing when a light bulb goes off or an idea is registered in a child's mind. Well, excitement comes from doing what someone is passionate about. I love the fact that colleges offer the opportunities for kids to do internships. I'm proposing that our students, when they're in 11th grade or 12th grade, that they have the opportunity to do internships in career paths that they're interested in and receive credit for it to go towards graduation. Those can even be paid internships, and it double benefits them. How so? Well, they're gaining an interest, they're gaining experience, they're gaining an understanding and learning, is this something that I can see myself doing? That's the first part. The second part is they're earning money. It's responsibility. It's helping them to stay on track. The third is They're doing something they're interested in. And the fourth, because they're earning money, because they're earning experience, now they're more prepared for the future, both in a knowledge sense and financially. So if they decide to go on to college because it's required for them to get a certain degree in order to work in that career field, They have a little bit of money to go and help them along their way. And if they're in a track that doesn't require that formal higher education, they don't have to worry about paying a large bill to a university or Sally Mae. Instead, they can use that money to help them if they're going down the path of entrepreneurship or if they're starting out their career to get them started with maybe a small apartment or something else to help them along the way. Either way, this is a win-win. I have to cover this because it's really bothered me. It's bothered me that outside of this opportunity to give kids a different career track, we're not preparing our students our children for the future. Instead, again, of taking these classes that are not going to benefit the majority of kids. And here's the thing. If they are interested in it, I am all for it. If a child is interested in calculus and loves mathematics, absolutely allow them an opportunity to continue to study it and to work with it. But why is not every student, every kid in America taught necessary skills to help them to prepare for the real world, whether they decide to go to college or not? I'm talking about things like budgeting. 
And I'm not talking about covering it one time in part of a class. I'm talking about a full course on finances. I propose that every kid graduates having taken a semester-long course where they learn how to be responsible with money. After all, money makes the world go round. Everybody needs to learn how to balance a checkbook. Everybody needs to learn how to budget, how to stay out of debt, the way interest rates work, the way that student loans work if you decide to go down that path, how car payments play out, the benefits of buying versus leasing, what goes into rent payment, home ownership, okay? These are all responsibilities and things that people need to know. Credit cards, how they work, building credit, all of these are tangible takeaways that our kids could graduate with that they will utilize right away and for the rest of their life. Not some far out there concept that you have to check off in a box to say that you did it and pass a regents exam to say that you completed it to get your diploma. That's junk, okay? That's, it's not working. That's not learning. That's going through the motions. Absorbing information that you can obtain and use, that's the point of education. When I read a book or pick up a piece of literature and my goal is to learn, that's exactly what I want to do. I am seeking knowledge to better myself. Well, we have to give that to our kids. We have to show them, teach them, offer them classes that will better their life. Why are we not doing this? Now, you might be saying there are some schools that are. That's fantastic. I want to know about them. And I also want us as a country to demand that these important concepts when it comes to finances are implemented into the curriculum. When it comes to timeliness, when it comes to business etiquette, when it comes to interviews, when it comes to the workplace, when it comes to being professional, all these things could be tied into a class to better our kids' lives. So what's going to happen? Are we going to sit here for another decade or longer, seeing so many people be forced to do so many things they don't desire, to be going down roads and paths that aren't going to help them or benefit them in their life. If we want a better, well-rounded student, if we want people who are lifelong learners, 
who are going to be productive members of society. It is time for us in this country, in our education system, to open up those doors to them. Knowledge is the key. Education is a way to a brighter tomorrow. Learning expands the mind and touches the heart. Each one, teach one. This is the EF3 Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. Today we taught and we learned. Teach Tuesday. It was time for each one to teach one, and that's what we did. Please visit ef3life.com. And remember, keep living life to the fullest. Until next time, keep empowering the mind, growing that brain. Knowledge is power. Feed it by reading it. Listen and learn. We're signing off. Have a good one.